The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Microphones across the Atlantic to bring you the strike points. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Points. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another live Strike Point show. I'm David Naylor, and my host tonight, as normal, is Mikkel. Are you there, mate? Yeah, I'm here. Actually, I think it sounded pretty good with you, that uh, slap delay, kind of like T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I just don't I was just waiting for you my... to burst into singing something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you it may sound good. <laughs> Anyone can go on Britain's Got Talent, mate. It's a free show. Yeah, yeah, it is, actually. That's the most funny part of it. <laughs> it's been extremely, so, uh, uh, extremely popular this uh, this season. Uh, it's yeah, amazing. Sh- sure, massively. And they also been using uh, uh, YouTube quite aggressively. Uh, it, for some of some of the weeks up, uh, getting close to the final, it's been amazing to see that that almost all the top videos on YouTube were suddenly for the British uh, Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Yeah. No, it, it it seems that the um, love affair that America has got with uh, the UK at the moment seems to be like um, unbelievable. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like anything that the British do at the moment, the Americans seem to buy into, which is obviously good being British, but um, the British don't seem to be buying into it so much at the moment, though, <laughs> which is bloody typical, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, what are we going to uh, talk about? This is, uh, first of all, this is, I think, the second week in a row where we are doing a live show again, which is unusual. We've been off and off, off and on so much uh, this year, but now we hope to be back in a, in a good road. Uh, yeah, well, there's a couple of interesting news and stuff. First of all, I finally got my Danish book finished up and actually just opened up the shop a couple of hours ago. Uh, it is uh, the first edition uh, is in, in Danish only. There is an English version on the way. Uh, I don't know when that will be, be ready, but for all of you uh, Danish listeners out there, you can go now to seo.mip.dk and um, you can download the free trial of the book. That was a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's move on to something more interesting. Uh, there was actually something really interesting happening yesterday. Um, as you all know, we had the, the election for the EEC parliament or whatever you call it in English. Um, uh, all over Europe, all 26 uh, nations had elections uh, over the weekend. Uh, we had ours in yesterday. And in Sweden, uh, which is not Denmark, of course, where I'm living, but in Sweden, uh, there's a very interesting uh, protest party that have arised, uh, uh, especially after uh, the, the file sharing uh, website uh, uh, or the torrent file website, uh, the Pirate Bay uh, got busted in a, in a court case uh, earlier this year. Uh, so this party really only have a couple of issues on the agenda. One is that they want um, the copyright law, copyright laws to change, so some degree of file sharing will be legal. 
and they are also fighting against uh, or fighting for uh, um, net neutrality and 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 privacy uh, privacy on the web. Uh, so they're against all the extreme kind of logging that uh, Sweden have engaged in, um, along a lot of other countries, of course. Um, but but they they've been they've been gaining a lot of momentum over the last uh, six months. So they they um, they were actually on the ballot for for um, for this election, and they got seven point one percent of the Swedish votes. <laughs> so now they're represented in the EC. <laughs> they have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Which I find kind of interesting, and also kind of you know, it's it also kind of cool from a democratic point of view that that even you know within this uh, game, it's still possible for a bunch of of hippies to, to put a protest organization together and actually get a seat. Um, that's that's kind of amazing. Well, I mean, it's it's a bit like um, in the UK, we've got a a bit of an oddball with the uh, BNP getting two seats as well. And there's been a lot of hoo-ya about all the major political parties saying, like, they can't believe that they got in there and the Conservatives are blaming Labour. Uh, and I'm very much on the lines of, like, well, it's like, how can you blame Labour? You, you, you didn't get the seat either. You know what I mean? It's like, if it comes to the situation where a, a party that is built on racism can actually um, beat the Conservatives and the Labour Party for that seat, then there's something wrong with mainstream politics anyway. You know what I mean? I didn't bother to vote. I'm just like, I've, I've total, totally given up on it all. I'm just like... I don't care. Whoever's in, yeah, human greed will kick in and they'll just do what they've done all the time and make sure that they line their own pockets. So I'm like, to me, I'm like, fuck it, don't care anymore. I remember that uh, some years ago there was a comedian in Denmark, um, really funny guy, that that um, that um, got himself elected for the Danish government. Uh, every year he, he's been, or every four year when we have the election day, he's been running, uh, not so much for running, but because when you do run, you get some funds, you get some money. And he was always spending those money on um, on one of the main streets in Denmark, giving out uh, free sausages and beer. <laughs> and, and, and But then one year, he actually got elected. <laughs> and the funny thing is that I think what he promised that year was, I think his his political promises were something like uh, better Christmas gifts and uh, less wind uh, when you were biking and more chocolate in the military rations and you know <laughs> totally stupid things like that <laughs> and and he got elected he got a seat and of course then he suddenly have to he suddenly realized he had to to um, to actually vote for real stuff which was kind of like a challenge but it was still fun I I I can beat that. Um, where I was born, Hartlepool, there's a, a a story from a long, long time ago. It goes all the way back to the Hundred Years' War with the French that all British ports were posted that if you see anybody that it doesn't speak English, um, is small, hairy and smelly, they're most probably a French spy. Um, and a, 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 tr- a, a trade boat came in and a monkey jumped off the ship and ran along the port side. They saw it. It fit a description of being small, hairy, smelly, and couldn't speak English. So they hung it, yeah, and killed it, basically, as a French spy. Now, this has lived on for a long, long time, so much so that the Hartlepool Football Club, their mascot is a monkey called Hangus. 
as in hang us. Um, <laughs> and the thing about it is, is that three years ago, he went for to be the um, mayor of the city and won. And his <laughs> manifesto was free bananas for all schools. Children. <laughs> he has just been voted in for the third year in a row. So we, so Hartlepool, where I was originally born and came from, and got so like, all my family's still there. I still got a monkey uh, mascot as the mayor, which, <laughs> which is like I think that's pretty awesome. <laughs> which obviously says a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> it also says a lot about. I don't think it, it, it says so much about the, the the monkey, but it says a lot about the the competing politicians. <laughs> you know, yeah. if they if they can lose to a hairy monkey, <laughs> that's they should probably tighten up their program. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Maybe take a communication it, listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we should really talk something about SEO, I guess. Maybe you think? Yeah, actually, maybe and maybe not. You know, maybe we should have a quick break before we go into the meat of the show. Um, there's a couple of things. It, it does have something to do with search, or at least online advertising in some sense. I have an issue that that kind of interesting, um, and then uh, we move on from there. So uh, we take a, a quick break um, to present our sponsors, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break, only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> this is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. RevenueWire.com and its member merchant, LavaSoft, makers of the world-renowned Adaware, present the LavaSoft Affiliate Contest. The LavaSoft Affiliate Contest goes from May 15th through August 15th. Make great commission and win up to $64,000 in cash prizes. Look for all the details on the LavaSoft Affiliate Contest by logging on to RevenueWire.com and look for the LavaSoft logo on the homepage. Win big with LavaSoft and RevenueWire.com. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. The Shoe Money Show, ring on the bling. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. We're on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. On webmasterradio.fm. Turn it crank in the cash. 
Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. I was listening to a video there, so I missed the intro. <laughs> what video were you looking at? <laughs> I was I was looking there was a question asked to um Matt Cutts has done a video response to a question what if my business triggers a did you mean search so say that my business was a cheap Viagra consultancy or something like that so when you search for cheap Viagra consultancy it gets did you mean um Pfizer online I know that's totally random and stupid, um, but you know it, it, that, that the did you mean search? So if you've got a web two o name like uh, I don't know Dave R, and it comes up says did you mean Dave N? It's really frustrating because they inject the Dave N results in there now, and they don't yeah. put the Dave R results till further down the page. Now if that's your brand, that's a major problem. And I was like, oh, is Matt going to say? No, sorry. I was hoping that Matt's video response was going to say, yes, if you do this, and they've just come back and went, no. <laughs> Unlucky, <laughs> basically. So I'm like, dude, no, that sucks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's but actually, probably well. But actually, it can also work in favor for you. Uh, I had the situation with uh, um, the previous domain I was using for all my SEO uh, public activities, writing articles and stuff. Uh, I had it on, on a domain called Joyzone DK, and um, when you did a search for a, 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 a popular job term here, I think it was something like Jobzone or something, uh, Google suggested uh, my website instead. So I was actually getting a ton of referrals, which of course I couldn't use for shit, but I was getting a ton of referrals for people uh, searching for this job site and and, and not me. Um, so, I, so I actually favored from it too. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's good. I mean it's 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 good if you can steal that traffic. Um, it's not so good, obviously, if you're the brand with a weird name that sounds something similar to a keyword that's already out there. I guess. Well, you you see, you know, I I, I wouldn't say it was that valuable because those people were definitely not looking for 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 anything related to search or SEO. So going to my site just you know didn't help them much, and there was a pretty high bounce rate <laughs> so it wasn't really worth anything yeah. but of course it could have been <laughs> if it was closer related yeah I mean that's it it's if you've got um, I think that the worst one that I saw was actually the one that I keep banging on about at Bing if you do a search for uh, UPS on Bing you actually get the UPS company global um, tracking company delivers stuff brown whatever the US call them um, but if I was actually someone like I don't know uh, a big UPS power supply company I'd be a little bit upset about that the, uh, you know what I mean the, that search term was blocked out because it's a brand search and not uh, classed as being a, uh, a standardised keyword search so if your company was I don't know. Uh, let me see. UPA. No, that's fine. Did you mean certain UPS result in it though? But it's like so. I, I can see the issues being there. Um, so personally, I would like to see it not like that. 
who's playing music? Was that you? Well, it, <laughs> it's every time somebody uh, downloads my book, uh, I got this noise coming out of my computer, and I'm not really exactly sure where to remove it now. <laughs> so if you hear that fanfare, <laughs> it's everybody, every time somebody downloads my book. <laughs> so it's going quite well. Um, anyway, there was uh, there was a case that I promised I would uh, talk a little bit about because it's it's quite interesting. Uh, last week on 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 Wednesday, a new ad concept uh, launched in Denmark, um, a, a concept called Eight Online, and and basically they they base their business uh, concept on a a standard ad blocker, and which I guess most of you know what it is an ad blocker that basically removes ads from websites you go to that have advertising. But instead of just removing the ads, this uh, ad blocker that the, they developed or they adapted um, do not just remove advertising from the websites that you go to, they replace the advertising with Aid Online's own advertisers. Um, and so by because of course they need some kind of justification for, for, for doing this, they, they decided to give away 80% of, 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 of the advertising they, they, they steal that way, or, you know, that's how most people see it. Um, and, and so they're giving 80% of it away to, um, to charity organizations. And they managed to um, get 12 of the biggest charity organizations involved in this, including some international ones that you guys also know, uh, like Red Cross and um, Care and and, uh, and and Amnesty International and you know a couple of other international ones, and then there's some some local ones, of course, the major ones, basically. Um, now. Of course, all the hello. There was one more. <laughs> uh, of course, all the major uh, media's and online advertisers did not like this one bit. Of course, um, this is this is like this is what most people see like stealing. You know, you know, they 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 not only remove they're not only removing your advertising, but they're replacing it with different advertising. Um, and and so of course there was an outroar when 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 they launched it last week. And um, basically, uh, um, a lot of people were doing a lot of things. I was I was making public arguments about it, put up a website with some information about it, and and of course all the major medias, and especially the major uh, newspapers, are very dependent on on the revenues and banner advertising. Um, they they basically told those organizations, if you want to have a good relationship, if you still want to get cheap advertising with us, if you still want us to promote your your charities and 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 collections, whatever you do. You gotta, you gotta stop that. <laughs> so it didn't take more than, than a couple of days. Today, Monday, after the long weekend we had, uh, all twelve uh, organizations uh, backed out of it. Um, so basically, um, the the whole idea of, of, of the program is now kind of dead. Although they do they do claim that they want to continue it and have the voters, uh, the, the users vote for the organizations and stuff. But I highly doubt. That um, that they're going to be uh, be around for a long time, and they're not going to be very dominant anyway now. Uh, but it was an interesting case, and, and of course it, it raised a whole interesting uh, question again about um, what I would classify on a broader scale as virtual advertising, advertising where you you break into a data stream and you change that data stream for your own benefit uh, or commercial use. Whether it's a TV data stream you change, or a website data stream, or an audio file, or a video, whatever it is, it's basically the same idea that because you are somewhere in the middle layer, you could be an ISP, you could be you know, a, a plugin provider, you could be anywhere between the provider of the original content and the consumer. 
uh, you can break into that stream and you can change it. Technically, it's possible to, to do that with most things today. Live video streams, sound, um, and, and of course web pages. So I think the interesting question is, you know, how long should should you know should that be allowed? And and and, and should the, the the websites that are that are getting their their revenue stolen away um, put on a fight uh, about it? Anyway, it was an interesting case here. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, there's a few interesting cases like that at the moment. Um, it's like Slim Links is. I don't know if you've seen those guys. Those are the ones that um, you can download their software and it adds uh, affiliate links that they do a rev share deal with into the forums. Um, which I'm a little bit like. Ooh, I like the idea, but I don't like the idea. Um, it's to me, it's just one step away from uh, total badness. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes yeah. sense, you know what I mean. Oh, we don't have an affiliate yes. program from that. We'll just send the link to somebody else then. It, it does make you sense. Um, yeah, because I think the problem is that that um, that it's it's there's so many problems with it. I think that that one of the problems is that they're just not they're not giving anything back. The 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 loop of the of the model doesn't work because it, it, it only takes away um, and, and the worst thing about it is that it takes away revenues from the very same people that the charity organizations are so dependent on. I mean it, it, I just don't understand why they did that. Uh, I mean it, it's it's no big big wonder that, that I mean it's, it's no big secret that charity organizations need a very good relationships with uh, a ship with the medias of course they do <laughs> so going around the corner you know doing what they did just for a short-sighted ben- uh, financial benefit that that's just you know so strange to me that they they decide to do that but it's good to see that they pulled out uh, again <laughs> pretty quickly um, so um, but in in the process uh, we also, of course, discussed, and we actually developed a few scripts that, that we put online for everybody to download if they wanted it. Um, scripts where you can, I mean, there's, there's several techniques where you can actually pretty easy or a little more difficult identify if users are using a ad blogger, uh, whether it's uh, any you know regular kind of ad blogger or if it's a commercial ad blogger, let's call it that. Um, it can be identified. Uh, most times, it's actually very easy to identify users that have it on. Uh, in some cases, it's a little more difficult. It depends on how tricky they made it, but most of them are, are very poorly programmed so far, uh, as far as I can see. So, so it's easy to identify people. And once you identify people, you can decide with your own ethics and creativity what you want to do with them. What most sites have been doing in Denmark, and actually a, a couple of very big websites in Denmark have now put up these scripts, so they basically identify anybody that have an ad blog on, and they redirect them to a page uh, that tells them nice and friendly that they're not welcome on this website if they block uh, advertising. So if they remove the ad blogger, they will come back again, and if not, you know, they're just not welcome. <laughs> and so that's what most websites in Denmark have been doing so far. Uh, but but you know as well as I do that as long as you can you can identify a certain group of people that you really hate. You can basically do a lot of shit to them, <laughs> and and, oh, and, and yeah. my guess is that if, if if these things spread, the war is going to go more and more crazy. And some people are not just going to redirect you to a page saying you should not use it, plug in, uh, please don't use it, blah blah blah. 
some websites are going to hit you back really bad, <laughs> and um, and so it could potentially become a security problem for users using these kind of of, of, of ad bloggers and plugins. Yeah, well, you you get into a real grey area there, though, aren't you? You know what I mean? It's like no, 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 it's no, 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 it's totally black. <laughs> it's not grey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No, well, but, but well, I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting anyone should do that uh, because you know I, I would prefer the web to be a nice and 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 secure place for everybody to be. But the fact is, if if you start a war, and if you're attacking the very foundation of of the revenues of of so many big companies, uh, they're not just gonna gonna sit still and not do anything. You know, they're gonna fight back. <laughs> and yeah, I just don't think anticipated that. <laughs> I'm just having a quick look at something interesting. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, it is. I mean, the problem is, is that the browser wars are going to take a whole new level, aren't they? Um, it's you're not fighting it at the search engine point of view now, because I mean, look at Twitter. How much traffic uh, a few spammers can drive just by creating Twitter accounts, and just because Twitter uses tiny URLs that you don't know where you're going. Till you've actually clicked the link, um, and I saw some stuff on there that you know, I mean, that I track stuff on Twitter all the time, and uh, I noticed some stuff coming up, and I, you know, what I mean, it's like for more information on whatever the keyword was that I was tracking at that time, click here, and it's a tiny URL. You you don't, when you click that link, you don't know where you're going. Um, and I've hit some real disgustingly bad porn sites. Uh, one site that tried to inject um, malware onto me. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? How, how are you going to block this sort of stuff? Do you intercept everything from um, tiny URL and, or any of the tiny URL packages out there? Uh, or do you only follow people that you truly trust? Um you know, when a story is breaking, you want the information there and then. You know what I mean? I saw stuff on the French the the French plane that uh, basically disappeared in the sky, and it looks like it was a uh, in one of those triangles of death situations where readings are out and the atmosphere is absolutely awful, and you know that no matter what's going to happen, you can't trust your instruments, and nine times out of ten, you end up spread all over the ocean, like. That, that unfortunate plane did, but I someone tweeted that it had been hijacked and there was a bot. It was a bomb that did it, and I clicked on it and I end up on malware. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's it, it. You know what I mean? The, uh, who's responsible for that? Is it me? Because I'm, I'm I'm eager to get the information. Is it Twitter because they didn't protect me? Is it the guy who thought it was like he wanted to just get malware out on people on people's systems? You know what I mean? It's uh, it's. There needs some some protection there, I think, um, and that's just from like yeah. I say, that's from over the last two weeks, and I'm seeing much more of it. Um, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to block Twitter, um, obviously, but what do you do? No, but uh, yeah, I mean, think that's that's of course a parallel uh, issue to the other one. But 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 what I hate so much about about uh, the online uh, concept is um, the commercialization of 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 the production of something you know other people did. I mean, I can I can see you know I can see a legitimate political fight 
uh, for instance, like the Pirate Party in Sweden saying, we want different copyright laws. We want the ability to share freely between people and stuff. You can agree or you you know can disagree with it, but that's kind of like a, a, an honest uh, political fight, I think. But it's not an honest fight saying, I want the right to take what you produced and change it in uh, uh, take away your profit from what you produced and transfer that product profit to me. You know, I just don't see that being any legitimate uh, argument. <laughs> There's a lot of other changes on in, in our world and on the web and the legal framework and stuff that that I would love to to see changes changed. And I also think that that copyright law could be improved, maybe with something like a, 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 um, um, Creative Commons. Um, but I just don't see any valid argument for being allowed to intercept other people's uh, creative work and and commercializing it. Um, I, I just don't see that. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, I think we, we are actually break. almost running out of time here again. <laughs> it went a little faster than, uh, than I thought, but that's how it goes. Uh, we're live again. <laughs> yeah, here's here's one that I've I, I did a post today about it, and it's something that I've been throwing around in my brain for a little while now. If Google was to move away from a link-based search engine to a citation-based search engine, what would the effects be? And are we seeing testing of that at the moment? So, if I link to you from my blog, or if I link to you from um, my brand new blog that's got no authority, got no backlinks whatsoever, but I give you a nice clean link and Google can follow that and pass authority on to you, that's obviously worth something in Google's eyes. If I'm, I've got like a nice little PR2 website and I give you a clean link, that is obviously worth a little bit more in Google's eyes. Yeah. Now, if you are the BBC and you're a nice big page nine rank, page page rank nine site or page rank eight site that is oozing with authority and control their editorials and cl- cl- choose how they link and link via JavaScript if they want to through tracking URLs and 302s and sometimes no follow links and sometimes just put a, a URL in there without even linking to it. Now, we know that Google can read JavaScript, so wouldn't it make sense for them just to follow that link and actually give that citation the credit it's worth? If the BBC are talking about it and they've not linked to it, but they've actually mentioned the URL, shouldn't shouldn't that pass something? Um, what about if it, it, it's... It may, but I, I you know, it, it may, but the, but the problem is that I think a lot of the times when BBC may link to something that they, 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 they do these kind of tricks with, there might be a good reason for it. And and the, the problem is, I don't think that Google could go to citation before they actually understand citation. Because the problem is right now that, that if I link to you and call you a fucking asshole that don't know shit about SEO, that still counts as a vote of confidence. And before they understand it, the difference think between negative... What? Do you think it does? Do you think the ne- the, the, the negative because con- Microsoft have got this cracked? They know whether the, the 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 body is talking negatively or positively about things. That's why they've got all the um, review stuff for cameras and hotels that they they crawl the internet and they know whether it's a, a plus or a negative. 
Google must have that. They they must know that. We know that they've done um, OCR scanning before on images. No, but you're talking. I mean, this is just you're just talking about a very tiny fraction of one particular type of content on the internet. Shocking. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. for, 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 for tons of other kinds of websites and for websites that are not using uh, this type of shopping portal because, you know, like, like real estate, they're not sold there. Cars are not sold there. You know, there are tons of stuff that, that are, are promoted on the web that are not sold. Adult stuff is not sold there. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that are not part of these shopping portals and other rate uh, uh, sites. So I just don't think they have sufficient uh, data to pull that on a broad part of the of the index, but it may be useful okay. for, for for shopping searches. Okay, so, so take something like the Wikipedia. It's quite heavily moderated. Why would why wouldn't Google count those no followed links as? Yeah, that, that that you know I can see that it makes sense, but that would be it would be very difficult. I don't don't see how they could apply a logic across a web. And identify the websites where they would apply the let's call it the Wikipedia logic versus uh, the BBC logic, uh, because I'm I'm pretty sure that that BBC would sometime link out to, you know, uh, maybe an example of a hate website or, or or a Nazi website or something that they actually absolutely don't uh, condone, um, and a good reason to 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 kind of block that from 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 crawling or anything. But but you're right, you know, in, in Wikipedia's case, maybe it would make sense. But how do you apply it? An algorithm across the entire web, and and so you you only apply that algorithm to to the same kind of website to, as we to, to 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 the sites that have got enough authority, like CNN, um, like the BBC. I mean, Google knows what 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 authoritative websites out there. They've created the authority for these websites. They know oh, whether but, but, when these. But that would that would you know I can I can I can we see a couple of examples uh, just in Denmark, and I don't know. You know all kinds of local cultures and 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 and, and traditions, but you know in Denmark there's like uh, the national uh, televisions website, which is of course one of the most prominent websites. I think it's like P eight or something. Very prominent, very good website. In fact, they are very similar to BBC in many ways, but they have some obscure programs. They have uh, um, they they have you know a lot of programs that also have their own sections on the website, and and the editors of those programs can put. All kinds of links on, and they do. They also link to, you know, really bad neighborhoods and really bad stuff uh, as examples uh, of, of what they talk about. Stuff that that Google definitely should not take as vote of confidence, and probably shouldn't even crawl. But do they? I, I, that's the that's the thing. Do they? You know, I mean, I'm I'm just putting. I mean, it's just something I've been. I mean, we're testing stuff at the moment um, to see. You know, I mean, if, if we can trigger things. Um, but I just feel that some of the stuff, especially from a branding point of view, that if you've got something which is a true authoritative, the a citation may be enough. I might be wrong. I might be totally off-center with it. But I think it's worth a test. And I think that if they get it right, then link buying just disappears overnight. Yeah, but link bait doesn't. I mean, one of the most, some of the most successful uh, link stuff that I've been doing, uh, uh, for instance, on my own blog, have been the most uh, uh, um, uh, provocative uh, kind of posts. One of, one of my best ones was, uh, was about uh, how I think uh, Windows is better than Linux. Uh, you know how sensitive the whole Linux is. Yeah. 
So, so I got a lot of links from people who said, oh yeah, Mikkel is totally right, uh, doing this is much better. But I also got a lot of links from, from, actually I think I got more links from the Linux community saying what a stupid asshole I am. Um, and I'm pretty sure they both benefited me um, for things oh, for like that. For sure, yeah, for sure, because the the, the people, uh, you know, what I mean, it's. It, I'm not saying that they that Google know whether it's negative or not. And you're right, the link bait thing. Google condone this, but I think that they're trying to um, smooth out the peaks and the troughs from link acquisition to kind of like knock away this a little bit. Um, they certainly brought in 301 redirects to to, to dampen it. You know what I mean? The way that they handle those now to dampen this. And certainly the way that the, the, the rel canonical is being implemented on some sites, I can see them having to relook at that again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Cause, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's a legitimate cloaking 301 redirect. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? You couldn't get any easier. Um, so that's a little bit crazy. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, there's some weird things happening in the UK at the moment. Uh, the I just uh, signals are. I don't like. I say it could be like my spidey sensors uh, are just out of kilt somewhere, and we're just seeing a bad day to push somewhere. Um, or a different data push. I don't, I don't want to say bad because a lot of the results do look good. Um, but I'm seeing things like proxies back in the search results. Um, I tweeted today, it's nice to see the dark SEO team back in um, the search results after hijacking again. And you look at it and you think, God, it's like, it's like for one search term that you would expect the the powers that be at Google would be right on the nail for and this week alone I've seen two proxies hijacking that website I'm like what the hell you know what I mean but that you know what I mean it's it's it, I, they'll get it right they always do you know what I mean it's it's like they're just way 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 too um, smart not to get it right um, another book download. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I kind of get used. I'm getting used to. It. Uh, I I think I need another another sound like a, a cash register thing for for the conversions from download to um, to 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 buy. <laughs> then I can just sit there all day listening to that music coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know that Google Chrome is now on the Mac. Um, apparently. It's been long awaited, so it's like woohoo. Um, I'm not a Mac user, so it's not a big woohoo. It's just a woohoo. Um, but you see, they they get there slowly. That you know what I mean. It's. Uh, but I think they'll, I think they'll move to citation, um, and I think they'll they'll work out the positive negatives of what they need to do. But I mean, it doesn't really you know to most of us it doesn't really change much in terms of strategy because. I think most most uh, link builders have been working towards getting uh, contextual uh, relevant uh, links and 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 primarily uh, positive links, and of course also trying to influence all the rating sites and stuff. So I think that that the basic uh, framework of what most intelligent link builds have been doing for years doesn't really change when you go from pure popularity into to to citation. Yeah. So if you've been doing the right kind of link building for the past couple of years, you know you're probably all you're probably going to be okay, even if Google go into more uh, weight on citation. 
Yeah, and, and yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like it's one of the things I was I was talking about was things like um, e-zine articles and press releases. There's an SEO company in the UK that that was pretty much all they ever used to use for their clients, and I'm seeing their clients slip, and I'm seeing new clients that they brought on for the keywords that they used to rank for going downwards. So, that- but, but you know, I think the biggest I think the biggest strategy mistake that a lot of people make is that they, they stumble on, on some easy way of doing something. It could be link building, or it could be creating pages, or it could be, you know, whatever, you know, they find one simple thing, simple way of doing some stuff, and then they just replicate that single way of doing it over and over again. And and, and that's always wrong. I mean, if yeah. you find one great way of building links, great, you know, do that, but make sure you do something else too, you know. <laughs> Diversity have always, always been a very good strategy. For sure. Um, anyway, I think every, every time there's a big every time there's a big update on Google and 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 a lot of sites get 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 kicked out or they get just uh, deranked a lot. It's it always seems to be websites that have been very single sided in their strategies and done things only in like one way and 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 not you know having multiple uh, points of, of of power and. Um, yeah, anyway. I mean, that's it. You, you just got to stay one step ahead of all the SEOs out there, and Google will catch up with you eventually. That's the way that I look at it anyway. <laughs> it is. It is. And I think, having said that, I think that was a good ending to the show. So, um, <laughs> maybe we should stop for now and um, hopefully get back live next week, too. I think we can do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can. See you all next week. Bye.